time for the Tardy Tardis, the only Doctor Who podcast that does not have another podcast in a multiverse. My name is Mark Turcott, and joining me as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, dude? Yeah, man. So you want to know how dedicated I am to the Doctor Who-verse and how big we are and we're considering ourselves Whovians now? Oh, yeah. You want to know? You want to know how serious I'm taking this? Hit me with it. There's a Broncos game going on right now, and I there care is. less about it, dude. They do suck, so it helps a little bit. And they're playing the Jets. But, uh, they both the Jets suck. suck too. Probably the worst football game on TV yeah, all season long. It's the blind leading the blind. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, 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 it's not even on. I don't have it on in the background. Nah. I don't have it on my phone. I don't even know what the score is right now. All I care about is talking about Jackie getting it on in interdimensional sex. Dude. <laughs> 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 oh Jax. Oh Jax. We love you oh, out Jax. there, Jax. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome here to the Tardy Tardis. Obviously, we are a Doctor Who podcast with two guys who know nothing about the show as we are working our way here through this series. So thank you for joining us. If it's your first time here, welcome. Go back and check out all the other shows. But uh Chris, we're gonna kick it off like we do with every episode. This episode, we are talking about Doomsday, which is uh the last regular episode of season two of the reboot uh, obviously we have a christmas special we're going to get to on our next episode but this is the one that we've been told about that we've been you know had a lot of people saying like oh wait till you get to you know this episode so, uh, uh, right we didn't know necessarily when it was coming we knew there was going to be the departure of rose at some point well we've made it chris and so yeah. kicking it off as always just overall what are your thoughts on this episode? It was great. It's a great send off to what I assume is uh, a classic character. I mean, going off of just where we are, and that's all we can really do. Um, you're sad to see Rose go. Yeah. Man. Like, even though you knew it was happening, um, you, you, you always want to know how you always want to know the story and know how it's going to unfold. And, you know, they, they in my mind, I was like, because she kept saying like this is how I die, this and even I with die. the with the devil episodes, um, him saying you know the child will die in battle. Um, in my mind, I'm like, how are they going to show her dead? Because like the death scenes in the show, kind of cheesy. You know, <laughs> right. you see like a skeleton or something like that. Right? Can they really pull off somebody really tragically dying, like bleeding out or something like that? Right. Like, yeah. Right. It just wouldn't and fit the show, I don't think. No, no. So um, I was that was where my interest was. How are they going to do this? And what they did is kind of. I, I, I'm satisfied with it. Like she is a missing person on Earth, and they are yep. deeming her dead, just like. They probably are with Jackie and Mickey. Well, that's see, that's the thing. And, and I mean, we're going to get into this, but like, that's the interesting bit. And when I watched it back today, the scene when, um, you know, she comes in and they're all, she's kind of up against the wall and, and I don't want to get into too many details yet, but right. like, it's not just Rose that's gone in this episode. Like yeah. it's Mickey, it's Jackie, it's Pete, like it's all of them. I mean, obviously Rose is kind of the, the marquee characters being the companion, but it's like, they're all gone now. This cast gone as far as we know moving forward they did like we're not gonna so, see him again i i mean is my so my question is billy piper was the one who said you know i i want to leave the show so did she ruin the careers of those other people mm -hmm. by her saying like i don't, I, I don't want to do this anymore because you have to assume like if 
everything was status quo and she wanted to come back for season three, so would have her family. Yeah, right. So did did she put some people out of a job by by doing this? I, I mean, maybe. I mean, I mean, they could have written it another way, right? But they didn't, because I think that's what's kind of cool. And like, you know, I had always heard like, oh, Rose dies, Rose dies. She didn't really die. Like, I mean, no. it, it really was a good ending, I think, to not only her story arc, but even like her and Mickey. We get some yeah. closure there. We get a happy ending with Jackie and Pete. Like, there's just like, it's a uh, good a big way. happy ending. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> a little bun in the oven going on there. Like, way to go, Pete. Yeah. He says you're not my wife, but I think she is in the bedroom. Yeah, it's good. Um, but uh, I, I think that it was a good way to send those characters off. Like, you know, in yeah. my head, I kept thinking it was going to be death. Right. That was my thought. But it, right. it's not. Like, it's like no. okay. They're, they're going their own separate way. But let, before yep. we get into all that stuff, man, let's do right. the other bit we do here. So we read the plot usually for the episode as well. Now, the plot, according to Wikipedia on this one, is about five paragraphs. A little bit long-winded because there's a lot going on in this episode, but I, I think we should still go through it, just kind of set the stage for the episode. Yeah, so here we go. Four Daleks accompanied by a device known as the Genesis Arc have emerged from the void ship inside the Torchwood Institute's fear chamber. The Cybermen who took control of Torchwood confront the Daleks, offering an alliance. The Daleks decline, and after a Dalek exterminates two Cybermen, the Cyber Leader declares war on the Daleks. A strike team from a parallel universe takes the Tenth Doctor to meet with Pete. After hearing that the parallel Earth has started warming at an unprecedented rate, following the opening of the breach between the two Earths, the Doctor theorizes this is the start of the process that will lead to both planets falling into the void. In the Sphere Chamber, the Doctor realizes that the four Daleks are the enigmatic Cult of Scarrow. Scarrow? 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 I think it's Scarrow. Scarrow. And allows Scarrow. the Cybermen to enter and attack the Daleks. Mickey accidentally activates the Ark, classic Mickey, while escaping with the Doctor, Pete, and Rose. Dalek Sec takes the Ark outside. Pete saves Jackie from the Cybermen, and the two embrace. The Doctor then takes everyone in the control room. Outside the Ark, a prison ship built by the Time Lords to imprison the Daleks opens. Millions of Daleks pour out and begin exterminating humans and Cybermen on the ground. The Doctor explains that if he opens the breach and reverses it, anyone who has traveled between the two separate worlds will be pulled in, including Rose, Mickey, and Pete. The Doctor sends them along with Jackie to the parallel universe. Rose jumps back to help the Doctor. Uh, let's see. The Doctor and Rose open the breach and hang on to magnetic clamps as the Cybermen and Daleks are pulled into the void, but the Cult of Scarrow escapes using a temporal shift. Rose loses her grip and starts to fall towards the void, but at the last second, Pete transports Rose back to the parallel universe as the breach is closed. She becomes extremely upset upon learning that there is no way back. Sometime mm -hmm. later, Rose has a, dreams where, a dream where she hears the doctor calling her. The Tylers follow the voice to a remote bay in Norway where a holographic image of the doctor appears. He uses like the Jedi mind force that Luke uses in uh, Last <laughs> Jedi. He tells yeah. Rose he is using the energy of a supernova to transmit to her via one last small breach between the universes. And Rose breaks down in tears and tells the doctor that she loves him. Before the doctor can finish his reply, the breach seals completely and the doctor's <laughs> image disappears. As he gets back to the piloting the TARDIS by pumping some weird thing. I don't know what he's doing there. He notices a mysterious woman in a wedding dress standing inside, demanding to know where she is, leaving him baffled and confused. Boom. Yeah. Which I could have done without that scene. It, it kind of took away from the whole moment. Of, it, you know what? It did, but know? it's Doctor Who, man. Like that <laughs> to me was just yeah. like, yeah, yeah. of course we had to have an ending like that. You had to. <laughs> exactly. Like, of course. You you, yeah, you we, gotta, they always find a way whenever you have these touching moments just to have something just 
goofy and silly. And this episode has a lot of good touching moments. I mean, I mentioned the one scene, obviously, when Pete comes back and saves Rose and she comes in, like, the scene of her leaning on the wall, like, saying, like, let me back in, let me back in, and the doctor just pressing his face. But there's a hand up against the wall. It's just... Man, that's great. And then, of course, the and end when they're on the beach in Bad Wolf well, that, Bay. That's what I was gonna say. That, the, oh yeah, Wolf. What was good? Wolf. Uh, Bad Wolf Bay. Bad right? Wolf Bay. Um, that you. That's the thing with this show is like you, you, and we've said it before. We rely so much on the Doctor. Everybody relies so much on the Doctor and just his like wisdom and his his knowing everything. And for him to kind of have this conversation with her, saying. You know, I, I'm able to do this to project to you. I'm I'm pretty much sucking the energy out of a supernova or something like that to be able to do this for like two minutes. And she asked me, am I ever, ever going to see you again? And she says something like, or he says something like you can't, or I think, I think he says you can't. So because he is so like the, the knowledge man. And, and like I said, we, we kind of, re, everything revolves around him for him to be the one to say like, this is it. You totally believe that, man. Like you, yeah. even even if like you, you know that it is because Billy Piper's off the show, and you know that's that is what it is. But just the way that he is talking about it, and and it's like no, like this genuinely is it. He cannot find a way to get to her, even if he tried right now. That's the only way he can do it. Yep. is to force he, And it's like he he literally went to an area in the universe where there was a supernova that could power it. And there was a small crack. What do you say? Like a small crack in the, in the universe or something like that or something, whatever it was that he was able to go to that point. And just for three or four minutes, you know, and then even prior to that, even somehow transmit his voice to her days in advance for them to travel there. Like that's it, you know? And, but but you know what, you know what really surprised me was like when he, he realizes what the plan needs to be, He's so committed to it and just rolls with it. And then like Rose figures yeah. it out. She figures yeah. it out. Like, wait a minute. Like, what do you mean? It's going to suck everybody. In? It's going to suck us in too. And he's like, well, no, no, no. I'm going to send you to the other world. And you'll be fine. And she's like, but then you're not going to be able to get through. And he's like, oh, it's fine. And then she's yeah, like, well, she's like no, no. Like, I'm not going to be with you. And he's like, yeah, yep. yeah. He's just yeah, moving that, on so that, nonchalant, which that actually kind of surprised me. I mean, it clearly is surprising Rose. But, right. I mean, that's just. And a, then, and then I don't know. I think moment. that's just his way to, to deal. Well, a a cyberman says something to him kind of early in the episode where he says like you uh you know you you your your fault is like you think with your heart or something like that a cyberman says that to him and that's right before uh the people on the other earth come through and he's like he goes you know what else i believe in is hope and like that's when they they come in yep so i mean he has well two hearts (laughs) (laughs) we know that i'm doing a a samba still one of the greatest (laughs) scenes ever um uh but he yeah it's it's weird how he can just go back and forth between like you said like not not seeming like he cares at all that this is going to be it for him and rose and then at the end we got the the single incredible single tear coming down So uh, I don't know. Like that's just the the complexity of. of I mean, the but the, but he's been through this so many times before, from what we know. Right. So it's like one of those things that he just has probably just through experience 
just learn to deal with it. Like it's just, it's a part of his life. Of course, it's not a part of Rose's life or, or any regular human who just lives a normal life of, you know, whatever, 60, 70, 80 years or whatever your, your lifespan is going to be for him. He just continues on and there unfortunately yeah. will be another companion at sure. some point that he will get attached to, but then he will lose them. And so that's just kind of the way it goes. So he just probably in that moment was like, okay, well now's the time. Like I need to do what I need to do because if he, if he didn't do it, essentially it was the end of both worlds, yeah. right? Ultimately, because right. he's going to suck everything right. into the void, which is hell, which I love the yeah. fact when Mickey says like, so you're going to send them both, you know, send them directly to hell. And the guy's like, yep. And he's just like, I told you he was good. He's just literally <laughs> just sending them to hell. But real quick, right. I want to go back on when you said that one of the best moments when he's doing the Samba with the two hearts. One yeah. of the best moments that I think could almost rival that is in this episode when we realize what the 3D glasses are and Rose puts them on and he's just like dancing with all like the stuff like floating around him, like all the <laughs> the void oh, radiation man, or whatever it is. I love right. that. Oh, man. He's just like shaking um, his head with a big smile on. But even going back to the beginning, the very beginning, like after they play the opening credits, um, I always I love how these two part episodes, the second episode starts. It's just like like boom, like it's always the right. way that the first part ends. It's like how the hell are they going to get out of this situation? And then when the second part starts up, there's no like other story that they tell first before they come back to it. They pick up right where they left right off where they left off and this time it's just like so you know the daleks are coming at them the four Daleks, and rose just like yells at them <laughs> she <laughs> just yells like daleks and they just like come to attention almost yeah. and she just kind of tells them who they were or who, who she is and how that she's human how do i know your name and yeah. she i love that like i i just wish like she would have held on for one more season because i just i feel like she she started to and we've said this so many times like she started to become like the doctor we mentioned totally. that last yep. you know she just her mannerisms changed so i mean she had the confidence in this episode to stand up to one of the daleks and straight up say like your emperor your god i killed him like basically <laughs> that's what she says she like straight up she says did. it and she like did. you know like like right. and, and knows that by saying that they're not going to instantly kill her like she has something on them and she knows it and is confident of that. This isn't the Rose from, you know, episode one running away from the plastic men. Like, no, she right. knows, you know, here is what is essentially one of the biggest threats to the doctor. And she's standing up right in their face in front of four of them, like right away, yeah. which is just awesome. Yep. I love too in the beginning, like we get a good, I don't know, I want to say it's probably five or six minutes of just straight Dalek Cybermen dialogue fighting oh, back and forth awesome. which is just hilarious that they're just arguing basically once they realize who <laughs> that they're both there and then even like the fight scenes like it's just slow moving at one point it almost looks like gi joe because there's blue and red lasers flying back and forth oh and then there's God, like yes. dalek blasts yeah. flying around like yeah and it's one of the worst battles ever because it's just cybermen standing still and the daleks doing their slow like one mile per hour roll <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> what is happening how is any of this threatening i don't know, I don't know. but it just is it is you just, it just gotta roll sense. with it um yeah i mean for for a, a brief period when they first started talking and then you start hearing the one cyberman saying like we should join forces i'm like oh my god like that's gonna happen yeah that would be epic and but i mean it didn't go anywhere because the dalek immediately was like hell no like we're doing <laughs> we, we can do this on our own and there's only four of us and the cybermen were like well there we we are 
in the millions or something. How many are you? And Dalek's just like four. <laughs> you know, and and well, and then they said you expect to beat all of us with four Daleks, and then Dalek was like, "We can beat you with one." Just, it was just this great, yeah. awesome dialogue between the two. And then, um, what did he say? The one Dalek said, uh, "We would destroy the Cybermen with one Dalek." There's one thing that you are good at, or there's one thing that you're better at than the Daleks, and you're better at dying. That's what the Dalek yep. said. Awesome, awesome, man. Awesome. awesome. I love. Love, because originally when I watched this and you find out that it's Time Lord technology, this Genesis arc, and I was right. thinking in my head, like, what could that possibly be? And then even the doctor is kind of like, like, what? No like it's, it's using like, you know, a Time Lord technology. But then you find out that it's almost like TARDIS technology where something is bigger on the inside. inside and then right. we find out that this is literally a prison ship where mm. they imprisoned all the Daleks from the Time War. And what does he say? Too? They, they mention a specific place. The doctor says he was there at the fall of... Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I should have wrote that the name down, of that place. But, but like you assume when that, front, whenever, whenever that happened... the front line is what he said. Like, yeah, that's when yeah. they imprisoned all these Daleks. And that just like blew my mind. And then when all the Daleks just start shooting out, you're like, whoa, oh, like this. Uh, this is wild. Like this is, this is some Doctor Who. Right? I know. <laughs> that was awesome that because you didn't know what it was it just looked it almost looked like a dalek it did yeah it, yeah and when it opens it, up the first time you see one dollar just sitting there and you're like oh, okay well it's just uh like i was thinking like okay this is the new emperor of the daleks and then like right. it flies out and then another one flies out and then another one and another one and they just keep on coming out and it's he crazy. and then, then that's when the doctor realizes what it is and he's like it's a prison ship and it's just like a bottomless pit Yep. Of, of Daleks. But when um, going back to when the, the Daleks and the Cybermen were first talking, <clears throat> they were doing it. They were having like a Zoom call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, and uh, the Daleks. Hopefully the they Daleks, had pants on. <laughs> the Daleks can see, you know, the Cybermen that they're talking to. And they notice like at the end of the, uh, the conversation, they were like back that camera or back yes. that video up like three nanoseconds or something. And the doctor's behind them, and they're like, "Who is that life form?" And the Ro- and then Rose is that's like, "That's when she steps up." She's like, "Oh, that's the doctor." And the Daleks like, it's almost like if they had legs, they took a step back. They're like, "Oh, that you see, they slid yeah, they back." Actually, move back. Yep. They were like, "Oh, we know him, and that's not good. That wasn't part of the plan." <laughs> uh, but that was cool. That was really cool. That they. That's just. I would love to have that ability. And just be that like universal where when people just the mention of your name, yep. they don't know what you look like because you change all the time. But just the mention of your name, people stand to attention like, oh, man, OK, now we're in for it. But I love, love you know, and, and then even in the same instance, like the when the doctor finally shows up with the Daleks and they're like, you know, oh, you can't do anything. And then he's like, but I do have something. And he pulls out That's the there. screwdriver and they call it a sonic probe. And he goes, yeah. not a probe, a screwdriver. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Great. And he says something like it, it opens goes, doors. He goes, it can open doors. Even before that, he says it doesn't uh, maim. It doesn't kill. That's, it doesn't that's right. Shoot. Yes. So and he's right. He goes, it opens it does. doors. Open doors. And then I don't know how they put some C4 in that thing to explode the way it did, but it was still pretty cool. <laughs> um, that in the beginning when when Rose, it's Rose, Mickey and the scientist. And the dogs are like, you know, who is the least important of of you oh, all? Yeah. And, and then the scientist, he's like, well, it's me. And, and then they're like, they tell him to kneel. 
so they can extract information. And I'm just like, don't kneel because that's where those plungers <laughs> are. Like exactly, they, can't, yeah. they can't rise or fall. So if you ever come in face to face with a Dalek and they tell you to kneel, don't do it. And there's no. nothing they can do about it other than shoot you. I don't think they can spin very fast too. So I think you could just like stay behind it. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Or turning, you could probably even like, I'm sure it's got a little base. You could like, well, I guess, can you touch it? Maybe you can't touch it. Maybe it'll I don't burn know if you. you can touch it. Yeah. I don't know what it'll do. But if you've time traveled, it'll burn you. But. You would you would definitely have the ability to stand behind that thing and have it not look at you. you I think you could. Or you could probably just duck and it couldn't even see you. Like you could just like roll around <laughs> on the floor. Just stay close to it because the further you get away, you know, physics, it'll see you. But right. just roll around. It won't be able to see you. Um, we, we mentioned it briefly. Let's talk about Mickey. Like I love yep. having Mickey back. This is a very, again, a confident Mickey, this is, you know, not the goofy Mickey that we saw being terrified of frozen rats, but he still pulls a Mickey and slips and touches the Genesis arc, ultimately being the one that causes the prison ship to open and be powered up, right? And and that's just like the the misfortune of Mickey, because Mm -hmm. if if he didn't go through different dimensions and he touched the 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 arc it wouldn't have mattered right because the the whole thing behind it is like the more you travel through time and the more you travel through dimensions you get this these particles all over you like you're saying so um the more you do this the more particles you have and the the daleks have learned to harness that energy and and fight with it i guess is from what i gather what they were saying Yep. So Mickey like still can't win because now he's traveling to different dimensions. And because of that, he has this stuff floating all over him. And yeah, it, when they, when the Cybermen and oh, it was just a big battle, it's not the Cybermen. It's, it's the guys from the other dimension yep. come busting through from Pete. Yeah, world. he does. Yeah. In the Pete world. Yeah. He, he, he slips and touches the thing, but you gotta love the doctor, man, because when they're running down that hallway, uh, Mickey's like apologizing. Yeah. He's like, I fell and I touched it. He goes, he's like, Mickey's like, they would have found a way to open it regardless. And they would have probably used the power of the sun and blown up the sun. So you actually saved lives. Yep. I'm like, ah, oh, thank you. Di-. Like, thank you, you, you Mickey. Mick, Mick. Saved me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you felt, you know, Mickey, you turned it around because he was in the doghouse again. Right. But- right. Because usually the doctor, it, every time it. he would see him, he's just like, oh, but I think he's, exactly. he's definitely on the doctor's yeah. good side now. We definitely, the doctor definitely uh, likes him. I mean, we, we got, obviously, we, we mentioned Pete, Pete coming back. I mean, the Pete we see here obviously is in control of Pete right. world as, as they kind of start to, to uh, call it, or the doctor says they should call it Pete's world. Um, but like, you know, him and Jackie, the scene of them meeting each other in the yeah. hallway yeah. You know, Jackie still being Jackie. I thought that was great. How, you know, he said, like, right. in my world, it all works. Like, my crazy ideas and it made me rich. And she's like, doesn't matter how rich. And he's like, <laughs> very. And she's like, doesn't matter how very. <laughs> like, I love that. Great. Classic Jackie. Did, this is great. Did you pick up on this in that in that hallway scene when they see each other for the first time again? And this is just what you were describing. Pete asks Jackie if she ever got married again. Yeah. And she was like, she goes, no, she goes, there was, uh, and then he says, have you like been with anybody? He goes, there was, and she says there was, there's never been anyone else. They put the camera on Mickey and he has this look of like, yeah, right. 
dude <laughs> we have guessed and and we've asked is there something going on with jackie and mick that reaction absolutely there was go back and watch it his reaction was like sure thing jackie okay wow i'm telling mickey. you man mickey was mickety mick mick he was getting in the whole family jackety man. jack jack it was amazing i'm like that it's written all it was written all over his face like sure thing sure thing jackie i, I know you're getting around how how far along is well i guess no because mickey would have been in the other world i'll say how, how is it maybe mickey's baby like, but it couldn't be, no, because he's in the parallel world. <laughs> we don't know. That's true. We don't know. Were Mickey but, and Jackie ever alone in these this little episode run here? I don't think they were. Oh, in this episode? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Wow. I got to go yeah. back and watch that. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's written mm. all over his face. Wow. Now, oh. Jackie was definitely putting the moves on uh, what's-his-face in the episode with... Um... Elton? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Put the movie. So, so maybe is Jackie because because I got to be well, honest, I think Jackie would have at least had a couple one night stands. I'm th- just throwing that oh. out there. I'm, oh, just, yeah. I'm just committing to that. I think so. I mean, so she's not considering. She's thinking full on relationship is what she's talking about. And 20 years, right? Well, Rose is 19. Right. I think it's 20 years. I think is what Pete says, or, or at some point they they say something like it's been 20 years. Although we, you know. I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, I come on. The, the way the way that he <laughs> says it, like he asks if you've been married and then have you been with anybody? Well, she says, she has there been, been anyone? No. Or she says there hasn't been anyone else. I think that's what she says. Oh, just um, you ha- just go fast forward to that oh, scene. Dude. Mickey's face is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. It's so good. Oh, man. Yeah. I love, I mean, let's, let's talk about the end I guess, of when they open the void up, the breach, they open it up. Everybody comes flying in now. The, the, and I don't mean to nitpick this, but it just kind of bothered me my second time watching it. So right. her and the doctor flip the switches. So the switches are up. Right. They're holding on tight. Everything's flying in. Everything's great. A Dalek or a Cyberman hits the handle, knocks it down a little bit, takes Rose's offline. Right. Rose lets go is able to somehow push that handle up against the force and then holds on and is hanging with her full weight pulling (laughs) extremely hard in the direction that like her body weight should be pulling that handle down. What am I missing there? Like how did her weight not pull that down? (laughs) It's science. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it says if it's like, science, what, what, then yes, what, it should go offline. <laughs> it's not science. When, like that's what when I she, When she pushes it back, it says like uh, there, there's like some uh, automatronic voice that <laughs> says something like so, it, it locked in place or something like that. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't locked in place. But my question, all of those excellent questions, which we don't have answers to, which Doctor none of that is feasible. Doctor Who. Yeah. But um. What was his plan before Rose decided to stay? How was he going to get both of those levers? Did they have? Up? But see, I don't think they had to be done at the same time. Like I think he could have did one, did the other one, and then just hold on. The plan would have failed if, if the the plane plan would have failed if one of them got like if if that same one got knocked down, he was screwed. Yeah, there was no way for him to screwed. get over the other side. Exactly, he did. Right. I mean, we're assuming he could do one. Or the other. I don't know if you can. I think you because could. You, because because well, with, remember, with hers going down line and going offline, like it's still kind of continued. It just slowed down. So he could quickly could have 
did one and ran it over did, to the other one and then boom. Right, yeah, it did slow down because when she did lock it back into place, you could see them like pick back up again really quickly. Yeah. So that's true. All right, that's true. But I mean, um, but that, that scene, be, man, yep. that that was that that's great David David Tennant acting, man. Just like really the you know, you you're losing somebody like that. Um and it was written on his face, man. Like he yep. but like you said, like so she lets go and Pete is the one to come yeah. through and grab her quickly, almost like nightcrawler style, like grabbed her and then like <laughs> went went back to the other to the other I mean, world, Jack, right? yeah, at that point, you assume Jackie probably convinced him, right? We didn't see that conversation. We saw a little bit of, of Jackie saying, well, I can't leave her. I can't leave her, whatever. And then it cuts back. So she must have I, been able to convince and say, hey, like, we need, I need her. And There's something in the notes. Okay, see, I, have, I don't him. ever look at the notes. So, okay. Yeah, there's something in the notes as to why it was him. So we'll, we'll, we'll okay. tease her. We'll tease her. Yeah. Um. Trying to think the the end bit of her hearing the voice. Number one, the music is awesome. If you At watch that again, that music of like her hearing the voice talking about, you know, I the, the only three people in the world that would ever believe me. I had to tell them and they believed me. And so we got in, in the Jeep and we drove all the like that music that is playing during that bit is phenomenal. Mm. Go back and listen to it. It is awesome. I, the voices, it's kind of like that that same type of music where, like, when we had the scene when the doctor went back and saw Elton as a kid, or like his mom. You remember that? Like, that. Oh, that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that eerie. Like that kind like, of weird, like, ooh, it's that, but like with a little beat under it. It's awesome. Um, uh, just totally set the mood for all of that leading up to them when they meet on the beach. It's something, great. something in the notes about the music, too. See? Which we will picking get up to. on these things. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Great acting um, by Billy Piper, I think, in that scene too. When she's, crying I was just gonna say that when she's crying. Yep. Like, uh, like that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you know, that's the, the the finality to it. You know it. Like we said it when when Mickey was left behind. Yep. Like we said it then, and and now you know that it's it's really final because. Uh, it's not like they can keep doing this going back and forth between worlds because he tell the doctor tells them that what you're doing is creating just bigger holes between these two universes and you're going to blow them both up. Yep. You have to stop doing this just effortlessly. Like, yeah, you figured out how to do it, but you have to stop doing it because every time you do it, you're damaging these rifts. Which is the original um, reason Pete doesn't want want to go back or want Rose to go back, and then doesn't want to go back and get Rose because he's like no. We're just damaging it every time. But. Exactly, and and it, you know, the way that his world is right now is in better shape than our Earth. Right. You know what I mean? So he would probably have just stayed here, but you're not going to stay in a planet that has millions of Daleks taking over with Cybermen. You're going to go back to your planet and fix the problems that you had in your planet, which there were some because he wanted the doctor to stay there when he, the doctor first came over. Uh, when Jake kind of took the doctor back to the yeah. his world just to show him, like, you know, th- we got Torchwood too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that's but, when we saw Pete for the first time. Right. But I mean, remember the big reason they couldn't stay in Rose's world was because they had the void radiation and they would have got sucked into the void. That was the reason why they had to go to Pete's because that was the whole reason was like they've gone through by traveling through that parallel universe. They had that void stuff on them. They right. were unable to stay because they would have been sucked into the void just like the Cybermen and uh, the Daleks. And yeah. they only had two of those things to hold on to and everybody else would have just been lost. So yeah. we didn't even talk about um, 
what the heck's her name? Leader Yvonne? of Torchwood. Yvonne. Yvonne. Yeah. They, they, they. A little uh, bit cheesy, I think. I mean, it. I mean, that much. She, like, she, she took her fate and took it well, but I think kind of having her then be that Cyberman was a little bit. Yeah, because you know, she's like, I did my duty for queen and country. It's like, like we've never seen she, any other Cybermen do that before. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Why is she able to like overcome yeah. the Cybermen and that she's you know embodied, but nobody else can? I could do without so, that scene. Yeah, yeah. Just leave her in her skimpy outfit, and we'll be good. Yep. Tell you, man, I take her over over Jackie. Um, <laughs> definitely never gonna look at 3D glasses the same ever again. I know, dude. So I know. great. I know. So great. There was a scene where uh, I think it's when the Cybermen like uh, like come into the that main office or something. I can't remember when that. Whenever it is, he just like puts them on. There was <laughs> yeah. no need for him to put them on, or at least no. you didn't think there was. But he just puts them on, and it reminded me of remember the movie Big Daddy. Yeah, when, yeah. When, he, when he tells the little kid, put the glasses on to become invisible. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm so like, childish in the scene when he, he puts is. it on. I was just like, and he puts them on and they're not really, not that they're totally crooked, but they're not necessarily on straight. They're just kind of like half-ass put on. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's awesome. Oh God, and again, it's, it's those cheesy ass, like just ones you'd find in like a cereal box. Like it's not like yeah. Oh, yeah. No, perfect, no, no. amazing 3D glasses. I love no, it. No, it's not like the ones that give you to go see 3D movies. Right, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. Not, not the real D or whatever they call those glasses. No, this is straight up red and blue 80s 3D glasses. You're going to see like, what was it? Like Jaws in 3D or something. Yeah. Love Let it. me ask you. So Cybermen uh, constantly yell delete, 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 delete. And, and Daleks constantly say exterminate. Which one you like better, or or would you have your own? Is you have your own? I, I would go. I think just exterminate. It's too classic. Like I, I, because I, I actually like the Dalek voice. Which it was kind of weird that the uh, what are they called? The Scora, them the cult of of Scaro. Scaro, yeah. Having like little bit distinctions in their voices, like which which who is it? Yeah. Rose, I think, points that out to the doctor. Like they've even gone so far as to have names. have names. They've kind of embodied like what humans have kind of done, where they have names. Even their voices are a little bit different. Um, but I just like exterminate, just because I love that like exterminate, like just the yeah. how like ear piercing that sound is. And yeah. I mean, you know, I talked earlier about the Cybermen and the Daleks going back and forth. Like it was almost like harsh to listen to that conversation because they both just sound terrible <laughs> and loud and obnoxious. And it's, it was just this weird conversation. Mm. Mm. But what, well, are you delete or are you exterminate? I think I'm exterminate too. Yeah, exterminate just, just seems so final. Like delete. Yeah. I know delete does too, but I don't know. Like exterminate. Nobody says exterminate. Who are you scared of more, the Daleks or the Cybermen? I, I think... I think the Cybermen, because like you're saying, like the Daleks, I just a brisk walk. I could get away from them. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the Cybermen. Oh, it's not like, you <laughs> totally. know, maybe a brisk jog and I could get away from the Cybermen. But um, I see. I, I think I think the Cybermen would have some strength. They're 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 the Jason Voorhees of Doctor Who. Like you would be right. running through woods as fast as you could. And yet somehow they'll show up. In front yeah, of you, and then you would right. run the other direction and run for a mile and yeah. turn around, and they're like right there hiding behind a tree. The, I, the thing is, like, yeah, like they, they, I want, I was gonna say they're more mobile, but um, when I don't know why, like when the Daleks like rise up and fly, they they're like a Lamborghini. Man. 
That's true. Like, cruising. That's true. So I don't I don't know why like their their walking mechanism is a million times slower than they're <laughs> flying. Why did well, you, we say they're fast? And we've seen some of them. Like yeah, I mean in this episode we see him going fast but like the yeah. first time we saw them back in season one and he's i remember him like chasing someone upstairs and it was just like yeah. a slow like was going up the stairs like why didn't you go fast like that like why didn't he do know. that I, he could have obviously now yeah. that we know i don't know uh, I, and i love there's some good cyberman death in this of like heads exploding yeah and like the, white the, stuff coming out white like, goo, I guess it's like, brain matter i don't know because it's human brains in there Gamer goo. It's totally gamer goo. <laughs> <laughs> Use our promo code TEL, T-E-L, 10% off. Check out. Gamergoo.com. Um, yeah, but it was just nice to see um, like Cybermen dying because you don't see that. And like all the technology that Jake and the team brought, they have like these oversized weapons that can kill them. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, and they do like this backwards like... <laughs> When they die, they're like, oh, they're going backwards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell it is, but. Do you think in an alternate universe, Jake is Jake from State Farm coming through <laughs> the multiverse? How would you feel about Jake from State Farm? And no, the show is not sponsored by State Farm. I would feel good if, uh, I mean, if he can save Cybermen 10% on their car insurance. <laughs> then it would be amazing. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Dalek on their Dalek insurance? Like, like. <laughs> I, which speaking of that, I love the scene when the doctor is like kind of right up in their face, and he's just like, "Oh, yes. I, your voice, you're always. I know why you're always screaming. You're like Dude. born into a tin can or whatever he says. Like trapped." There in were there. there were so many scenes in this season that were like face to face moments, and there was two here. Like yeah, when when uh, the doctor <laughs> waves that white flag, or is actually a piece. <laughs> what do you say? It was, it was all I had was a piece of it's a, like an A four. A4 card or something, or something like that. It's basically like a like a like a postcard or not a postcard. Yeah, but, but index A4, card. I, it, 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 who says I have this <laughs> A four? Nobody says that. I have a piece of paper. Um, but he gets right up in like the Cyberman's face, and then the scene with Rose when he's on, she's on one side of the you know the void, and he's on the other, and they're you know, yeah. and the, I always go back to one of my favorite scenes so far, man. It's just a, a really quick split second scenes with with the wolf. And the wolf is on one side of the door and he's on the other side. Of the oh, door. And yes. the camera, and the yeah. Camera the camera's right, right in the down. middle. That yeah. happened a lot this season. So you're seeing like repetitive. And I think it's all intentional, obviously. They're not mm -hmm. just recycling shots. I think that's just like how we how we said um, uh, like being like taken over. It was a theme in this in this season, like Cybermen and, you know, the 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 werewolf itself. And that just seems like there's like themes running through uh, the, the, the seasons and that goes for camera shots too. So mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Yep. I like the location they go to. Like it's a Norwegian, it's in Norway, obviously, but it, it's yep. name on the coastline almost is Dalek, but it's Darling. Oh, Dar I thought it was great. Yeah, and then yeah, it is cool. the bad wolf Bay. I thought it was just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. fitting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yep. But uh, it, I think they did a good man. Like, like I said, I mean, I in my head just always thought she's gonna die. But I was always kind of wondering how, how, like, how is yeah. she gonna die? Is it going to be a sad death? Is she gonna be bleeding out like on her deathbed, or just right. blow up in a ship? Like, what is gonna happen? And I think the way they did it was was neat because she's not really dead. She actually has like a happy ending essentially. I mean, yeah. obviously, she's not happy with the doctor, 
But in the end, which, which, hey, this is what, something I want to mention because it really hit me again watching it the second time. Like, when she comes back, like, to, you know, comes back through the portal, like, surprisingly, like, she says, I've made my de- – like, I, the way she phrases it, she says something about, I've made my decision. This was my decision. What did she mm-hmm. say? Like, I made this decision a long time ago. Basically meaning, like, the minute she left with the doctor, she was, was done it. with her mom, with yeah. Mickey, like – that was, was kind of like wow like mm. and and i don't think she did it maybe immediately when she left with the doctor that first time but there had to have been a point when do you think that point was like a couple times in a couple episodes she went back to visit but like when do you right. think that decision was made that she was just going to be done and then why would she continue to go back and visit like if she was done i mean obviously well, and we all do that in our life to just go back and visit like yeah. our family. Well, of like course. I said, but she like, needs she needs her she needs her laundry done. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I think it's probably a, a time on screen that we didn't see. You know what I mean? It, like because there was never really that moment that we saw where she that I can think of off the top of my head where she was like, This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like I, I want to be with him and just go, you know, cruise in the galaxy. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, things. I think really this season is where I think where she started to have her change. So I think it had to be some point some during point the, season. the season. Maybe, maybe went when like that werewolf episode when she was kind of like goofing around with the queen, like she's gonna get her yeah, to say, that's true, "I'm yeah. not pleased." Like, yeah, I think she's like having fun with it then. So maybe that was a turning point for her. Hmm. But did you notice in the final scene on the beach, uh, she asks him, you know, like, what are you going to do? And he gives an answer like, uh, you know, I'll do what I do. And I'll do what I always do. And then she says, are you going to do it alone? Yeah. So maybe some jealousy. And he doesn't answer her, man. He just like nods his head. Yep. He doesn't say, yes, I'm going to do it because he knows he's not going to do it alone doesn't want to tell her I'm probably going to pick up somebody along the way because that would crush her. Totally. Do you think, so he just, was he, was he going to say, I love you to her? Cause he you said, have to imagine you. What, what, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean what else, he, could, what thing, else could he possibly say that would There's like nothing bring There's a single tear she, to his eye? Like, right. Because she finally says it. She right. says it. And not only does he run out of time and he, you know, his time runs up and he goes back into the TARDIS, he doesn't even say it back on the TARDIS, even though he she wouldn't be able to to hear right. him say it. And just for you know his own sake, just saying it just out into the open. He doesn't even say it then. Nope. And and I mean he kind of even puts like his head in his hands, even and like wipe yeah. the tears off. Like it's just yeah, I, I, we've never seen any other companions and any other Doctor Who like going back, so I don't know what the send-offs for those companions are. I don't know how this stacks up against those. Mm-hmm. Um, but from all implications from this one, this seems like it may be the hardest hitting of him and for, for him. And maybe it could be because he's gone through this so many times, and yeah. maybe he always tells himself, don't get attached, and for whatever reason, he did with Rose, and, you know. Yeah. I don't know, but it, it was... It's great. It's hard hitting. It's hard hitting. That was it. Was good. And then, of course, I mean, let's talk about the woman in the wedding dress. I don't even know where that's going to go. I don't know if she's going to be the new companion. I don't know, you know, what her role is. All I want to know is, 
how the hell did she get on the TARDIS, man? Like, he kept saying, like, well, he kept, he just goes, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> For, at first, it was creepy as yes, all. Yes, it man. was. Yeah, I'm like, because you saw her from that, behind in the weird, yeah, or just in the dress. And that was little girl from the others, like, creepiness right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then she kind of turned around and, like, if, if that was, like, me in that situation, like, she was angry. I would be like, where in the world am I? But she was mad. She was like, you know, pissed off at him, not even knowing where she is, who he right. is. And he's just more perplexed as to how in the world did you get here? So we'll find out next yep. episode. I think it's called the runaway bride. It is. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I one more thing here before we get to the, the, the notes in that is I like the idea of Rose. No, knowing that Rose is living in this world as Rose Tyler, defender of the earth, working for Torchwood. Like mm. after having gone through everything she's been through and all the knowledge she has, it's not like she, I mean, she even jokes with the doctor, like saying, Oh, I'm just working back at the shop. Like, no, she's not doing that. Like yeah. she could do that and just live like a normal lifestyle. But you would think after you've seen everything that she's seen, you know, it would be almost impossible. Like it would make, and I think it wasn't even in season one that they say that one thing, like it would almost make you go crazy, like mm -hmm. to know all those things. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she's able to utilize it and put it all to work basically by working for Torchwood I yeah. think in this, in that uh, world, I think is awesome. I think that's yep. uh, and, and do we know, is she in the Torchwood series? Like, is it in that universe? I, I wonder. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I've never hmm. researched that, so I have no idea. I mean, no, I don't, I wouldn't think she, well, like, she might've been I done with Dr. Who completely. Maybe. My the the first note I wanted to put in here was just why did she leave the show? Okay. So um yeah, I think she wanted to be done with it. I don't I don't I can't imagine she would be in it. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Well anything else? Right. I don't think so. It's the end of an era. Good. Definitely. Hmm. Definitely is. That's sad. So I did. I looked up um, you know, the reason why she was no longer on the show and said Billy Pepper was there for, excuse me, Billy Piper was there for the revival of Doctor Who with Christopher Eccleston. And when Christopher Eccleston was replaced by the, I love this, humorous and athletic David Tennant, <laughs> uh, Piper stayed on board. But during the second season with Tennant, Piper made the choice to leave the show. While Piper worked on Doctor Who, she divorced British television personality uh, Chris Evans, so she was married to Captain America, um, and had barely overcome years of battling anorexia. Really? It's, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It is safe to say it had been a rough year for her, though these things might have had an effect on her decision to leave. They were not ultimately why she left the show. Simply put, she stated her reason for leaving the show was that she was ready to make a career move. Doctor Who launched her career, and she was ready to explore her possibilities and expand on what she was doing. And I did ask my go-to people, my brother-in-law about that. And my sister-in-law told me that, yeah, I think she got a big head maybe and thought like, I can go on and, go on and do, do other amazing things. things. And, yeah. and she has, but I don't think anything really has matched. I mean, matched it's only... This. She was only in like 24 episodes of Doctor yeah, Who, no, 25 episodes. It's not like you were, you did like this five, six year stint. Like, right. You only right. were on the show for two years, which is only yeah. reached 12 episodes or whatever it is. Uh, so it's like, right. believe me, I love, I love, and I wish we still had her. 
in the show, but it's like, you know. Yeah. So I think I think yeah I think she was uh, getting getting a big head. I don't know. Um, All right. So this is the final episode where the control room of the TARDIS is dimly lit. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll see, I guess, a different interior of the TARDIS moving forward. Doomsday and the 2006 World Cup finale aired in the same week. Radio Times, which is a magazine, did variant covers of a team of Cybermen and a team of Daleks on a football pitch. The the last holding a football. So that's probably pretty cool to see that. Um, Here you go with the music. The music that plays after Rose is sealed off in Pete's universe is the same music heard when the ninth doctor first sees Rose in the TARDIS in the episode Rose. Really? Wow. They, they recycled that music. And, but, and it goes that's, for a while though, at the end of this episode, I mean, obviously it didn't roll yeah. as long in that one, but oh, okay. That's some star Wars stuff there, man. Like, yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. This is the only finale in the revived series written by Davies that features the 10th doctor. And maybe this is a spoiler, but not Captain Jack Harkness. Okay. So I guess he's coming back. Um, According to the commentaries and discussions on the Series 2 DVD release, secrecy was very tight surrounding the filming of the two final scenes of the episode. According to Tennant and Davies, only Tennant and Piper were given the script for their farewell scene in advance, with the director receiving his copy right before filming. According to Tennant, the filming of the Catherine Tate cameo, who is the woman in the the wedding dress, uh, was a rare example of a surprise being kept without getting spoiled. The scene was shot with minimal crew while the rest of the production team were having their wrap party. As such, the Tate scenes were actually shot long after the Doctor and Rose's farewell scene, which was filmed during an earlier production block. Now, so good. I would say, let's not forget the uh, Satan episode was actually filmed after this. After this, yeah, which is interesting that's to true. think about. So it's like, so that that's part of the, even just the secrecy as well. It was just like they they maybe they didn't want people to be talking when they then went on to film that episode because then yeah. people would be like, hey man, we just filmed this last week. Like here's how it's going. Very end. true. Very you know? true. Yeah. Mm. Um, the doctor tells Rose to set all the coordinates to six. This would be this would turn out to be the number six six six, or the number of the beast. This further correlates to the story as sending the Dalek and Cybermen to quote hell. There you go. Which is what some people call the void. Mm. The concept of the Daleks and Cybermen both appearing on screen was first proposed in 1967, but was vetoed by Terry Nation, who was the creator of the Daleks. So they wanted to have Cybermen and Daleks on the sh- in the same show back in the 60s. Hmm. And he said no. Um, okay. An item of discussion between the production staff was over who would rescue Rose. Davies and Julie Gardner, who's a producer, wanted Pete to rescue her, while uh, Clark, Noel Clark... And Phil Collinson wanted Mickey. Yes. The role was ultimately given to Pete to emphasize that he had accepted Rose as a surrogate daughter. So that's why he did it. Okay. And I get that. I do. I get I think, that. I, I think if, if you had Mickey do it, 
um, and then you finish the episode the way that it did, you would kind of, I, I do, I feel like there would, there wouldn't be a real like connect there mm-hmm. between Pete and, and Rose. I think he would still consider her not his real daughter. Right. Yeah. But then again, he's knocking up Jackie, so he's okay with that. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it really would have furthered Mickey's character because in the end, like whether yeah. Mickey saved her or not, like her and Mickey just in my head are going to be together in this new world. Right. And so it's right. like that exactly. wouldn't have done anything. But the big question because it's because those two knew each other prior to this. Right. Yes, this is a new Pete. A little... This new Pete needs to know this new Jackie and really this Rose because Rose in his world was a dog. Um, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Right. Definitely. Yeah, it's a good, good move. Uh, the doctors and Tended reply to Rose was also discussed. So this is the I love you thing. Uh, did reply unspecified stated that he didn't know when asked by Collinson of the mm-hmm. episode's commentary track and Gardner vehemently believed the doctor would reciprocate Rose's love. So even Davies, the way he wrote it, he, yeah, he didn't even know mm-hmm. what he was going to say. He left it open to interpretation. He left it open for 15 years later, two American dudes doing a podcast on it and talking about it. Did you in your head respond back to that and just think, I know? Oh, I did. I did. Like, I, I, I in my head, like I'm thinking Star Wars, man. When she, yeah. she says, I love you. Just, well, he I says know. something. Well, she, he says, oh. he goes, Rose Tyler, like he's about to say, well, I love you. And then it's just like, but even before, right before that, she says, like, she's breaking down and she says, I love you. And he says, and you're right to, or something like yes, that. Yes, what is he, you're right, That's, he does say something. Or that like, is kind of like a I know moment. That is true. Uh, what does she say? Uh, I'm almost positive. He's like, he goes, and right to, I think is is, is what his response is. Oh, God, I got to look this up now. Yeah. It's going to drive me nuts, man. It, it's, it's something to that effect. But. Yeah, I think that's that was his way of, of saying it. And and he kind of just builds up to it, just saying, like, well, if this is the last thing I'm going to say. And then he just fades away. All right, I'm, you I'm got playing it. This here. I'm, well, I'm playing this here. Right. He says, well, he says the one thing, like, I suppose if it's my last time to say it. Oh, quite right, too. That's what he says. Quite she right says, I to, love yeah. you. And he says, quite right, quite. too. That is an I know moment, I think. <laughs> Is it though? It's like him almost saying like, yeah, you should. Like, that's how I take it. That's not saying I know. It's saying like, no, it's you not, should. Not, I, like, yeah, you got every right to. Yeah. Saying, like, it is. No, it's not. I I know. But it is in that realm of like, that's a great response to someone who says I love you. <laughs> okay. Say that to your wife next time. She says, I, next time my wife says I love you, I'm going to say quite right to. And I'm going to be downstairs sleeping all night long in the basement. <laughs> Good luck with that, Chris. Watching the next episode of Doctor Who. That's right. Uh, maybe I should say that. What am I saying? Like, maybe this is a good, good idea. Oh my god, we should we should test that theory. Yes. Oh god, don't test that. Theory. Wow. Okay. Don't do that. Um, all right. Some elements of the story were inspired by Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials trilogy. Ah, nice. Pullman was flattered by the references in the episode and compared Davies' actions to his own practice of reference, referencing works. So I don't know exactly where the his dark materials were throughout the episode, but cool. Hmm. Um, 
in a poll by SFX, 90,000 readers voted the farewell scene between the Doctor and Rose at Bad Wolf Bay was the greatest sci-fi moment ever. Wow. Mm. 90,000 readers, yeah. Greatest so, sci-fi moment ever. Well, I guess yeah, moment no. in a sci-fi series. Yeah. Not, not the greatest sci-fi moment. That's what they say. Hmm. Wow. Uh, and then the episode finalized average viewing figure was 8.22 million viewer um, and was ex- and, and was except World Cup games uh, the second most watched television show of the week behind an episode of Coronation Street which we have no idea what, no that, idea is. what that is <laughs> but, uh, I think we so need yeah, to watch it, Coronation Street man I guess it seems so, to be man. the um, big one yeah, eight point two two million. I didn't bother going over reviews from it because it's widely. Loved yeah, I mean, come on, everybody loves this. So. Great. All right. Well, next up we have yeah. the Runaway Bride, and we are uh, on a new path with Doctor Who. Man, it's like it's yeah. you know we had the moment where we switched Doctors. Mm-hmm. Now we're switching companions. Switch. Like whether or not she becomes a companion, I don't know. But which which was more hard hitting for you? Is it is it Tenant taking over for Eccleston or Rose leaving. We don't know if this yeah. woman is going to be there. Like, which one had more impact on you? I think Rose, man. Really? I, I really do. Like in the moment, <laughs> it was Eccleston to Tenant, but I think I got over it pretty quickly because I remember the end of that Christmas special when Tenant's out there in his robe. Like just immediately, I'm like, all right, we're in good yeah. hands. And maybe I'll feel different yeah. when we see kind of this Christmas special and kind of where it's going. But Rose now having two seasons with her and like a lot of the story for me revolves around what's happening with Rose, Jackie and Mickey. Like all of that is a lot of what's happening in the series. And now that's like half of the story. Now we're just throwing out the window. Right. Sure. It's happened. But now it's like, what now? Like, what are we doing now? Like we're never going to come back to these people again. So we just have the doctor journeying, meeting just new people. And I'm sure those people are going to have their own stories. But like having these other characters that we've become so invested in, it's over, man. It's over. It's true. It's over. So true. I mean, I Doctor know, Who, but... when 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 Tenet took over, it didn't end. Like the story continued because no. it's the same character. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a whole character it's... gone and her whole story. We're We're done. I get that, but there was just something maybe because it's just we were so new to the show and we had never experienced a regeneration before. Yeah. And it was so it was such like for me, yeah, I know it was just so odd because like yeah, like you're saying it's it's the same technically it's the same guy. But it's not, man. Like it, it it's I know. The, the guy's gone, man. Eccleston was the man. And it was exciting. Just having that it was. It was. Yeah. This is so, like depressing. I'm yeah. sad. I feel like I'm losing somebody here, man. Like we've right lost. Now, it's true. Lost it's true. a family. Gone. Yeah. They're on the missing <laughs> people list. You know, we know where they are, but we can't reach them. That's the shitty part. Yeah. <laughs> Is she? You, he knows she's still alive. And yep. and that that's that's what I'm saying. That's where you know would, the finality of this. Would it have been better if she died? For either us as the viewers or even for him like just knowing that that was the end it's done i, I mean but knowing that you, she's you living get, a life 
and you, you cannot be with her. I mean, with death, like, yeah, there's some like finality to it, but you know that she's still out there. And 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 whenever we're watching this, we can just be like, Rose is out there somewhere right now. Yep. For a yeah, man who true. knows everything and can do so many things, the one thing he cannot do yeah. is yeah. go see the person that he knows is still alive right now. And even that that's, you know, that was something that we didn't even talk about in this episode. When he goes to Earth and Pete's like, you know, he tells him everything that's going on. He's like, can you help us? And the doctor's like, you really think I can do that? And they were, he was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And he just like <laughs> jumps. You know what I mean? Like he always, yeah. even when he, even when he thinks the odds are against him, he knows he'll come out on top and he can figure it out. And right. he can't figure this out. He won't be able to figure this out. Nope. To get back to Rose. Scary. It's crazy. All right, right, man. Well, let's wrap it up there for this episode. Next episode, we will be talking about The Runaway Bride. Um, If you did enjoy the show, of course, be sure to tell your friends, all your other Doctor Who friends, tell them about the podcast. And, uh, of course, whatever service you're listening on, please leave us a review if you can over there because that helps move us up the ranks here. And uh, other than that, Chris, anything you want to throw out here this episode? No, we're going to do... The the next episode, obviously, the Runaway Bride. Are we going to do like a season to review, or are we just do we want to or not? We didn't do it for season one. We didn't, but I don't know. It's something to discuss. Okay. I mean, if do we have guests maybe, on for that? You think? Yeah. If we if we can get guests, I think we should. If we okay. can get people to come on, I think we should. Okay. So we'll we'll discuss. All right. All right, right. everybody. Well, thank you. Here is always here for tuning into the podcast, and until next episode. Just think about Rose out there and just go pour one out for Jackie. That's all I got to say. Jackie's new baby. (laughs) We'll see you later.